0: confidence becomes her a woman that embodies the true essence of her being on this journey she discovers who she is and what she carries her value her worth her uniqueness to which no one can strip her of confidence becomes her she's ever evolving ever growing into her greatness she is multifaceted with each new chapter of her life comes the reveal of something spectacular, another level of her giftings like a present being unwrapped. She's like a treasure box, a never ending supply of hidden treasures, gems and jewels that surface as she walks through every trial and circumstance life throws her way. She is resilient, a world changer. She's a masterpiece, a work of art, one of a kind. Confidence becomes her. Welcome to the Confidence Becomes Your Podcast, where our mission is to help you upgrade your confidence, embrace your uniqueness, and step into your greatness. I am Marlene aba from MarleneAbaugh.com, your confidence coach and mentor. This is Season 10, Episode 95, called The Middle, Your Waiting Season Part So let me officially welcome you if you are new around here. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for choosing to join us today. I pray that this episode exceeds your expectations so much so that you end up tuning into the other episodes that are just jam-packed with a whole lot of goodness for you. And if you are already a part of the Confidence Becomes Her Family, what's up? Thank you so much for tuning into another episode episode. All right. So season number 10, I know it feels like it's been going on for forever now, (laughs) but our theme this season is healing the child within where we have been working through and healing through all types of childhood trauma. I have to tell you that I know that the season is different, but this season has totally exceeded my expectations. I guess that's what happens when you hit the double digits, right? It is season number 10. So our therapist, Dr. Kristen Blackshear, who by the way, is the owner and founder of Cedar Tree Psychotherapy and Consulting PLLC. She has been pouring into us real heavy every single episode. We have covered so much in this one season. I mean, she has broken down for us what trauma truly is, what is complex trauma. We've covered uh, different types of therapy, healing from rejection. We took a deep dive into anger, like what really lies beneath it. We've even dealt with religious and spiritual trauma. We've talked about the ultra versus therapy. She's given us questions to answer, lots of questions to answer, right? Different exercises to do, different resources. Listen, if you have missed any of the past episodes this season, do yourself a huge favor, get caught up ASAP. I mean, like, check out all the past episodes. uh, Start with episode 85- 294. Okay, so this week we're picking up right where we left off last time. We switch gears a little bit for this one. We're talking about being in the middle, your waiting season, what to expect, what to do while we are waiting for things to change. This session has to be one of my favorites of the season so far. Anyway, here we go, part number two. Right where we left off.
1: The last thing that I'll say in regards to what we do while we wait on things to change in our lives is we turn waiting rooms into rooms of hope. Um, I have done a lot of hospital social work and I have been in the waiting room many, many times. And every time that door opens, everybody's turning around to see, are you coming to tell me about my person? We have to, in the waiting season, in the in-between, in the middle season of our life, every time we get that encounter with God, we have to meet it with, with hope. Every time God comes, allows us to come into his presence, we got to come with hope that this is, okay, is this the time? This going to be the time you come to do what I need. This is going to be the time. You have to turn waiting rooms into a place of hope. If I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait with hope. And guess what? Some days it's okay because some days are going to be low days. You could have, you. it is normal. Hear me well. And if this ain't the truth, listen, you can tell God on me. <laughs> You may wait 10 days strong and get to day 11 and feel like, man, I've been waiting for 10 whole days and nothing has changed. And, and day 11 may be a low day for you. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Have your people that you can come into agreement with. Hey, y'all, I'm, I'm feeling a little low today and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to please God. Have your people. And if you don't have people. Multiple have your person that you can go to and say, "Hey, the enemy is really trying my mind because it's been ten days and everybody else is getting in and I'm not getting in and I'm still mm-hmm. trying." First of all, let's normalize that. That's normal. Okay, mm-hmm. you're not abnormal. You're not hopeless. You're not defeated. You are a normal human being having a normal waiting experience. But let the majority of your days in the waiting room be filled with with hope.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If we wait for forty days. Let's let, let's let 25 to 30 of them be days of hope. And if you fall off today, get back on tomorrow. My pastor's wife, which is my pastor, always says, if you mess up today, get back on tomorrow. Today may be a low day. You may have been scrolling on social media and saw that somebody else got the very thing you were believing God for. That's okay. And and that may make you feel low. That may make you feel like, man, it's never going to happen for me. That's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Pray. Get in contact
2: with your
1: people and get back on it
2: tomorrow, back on it tomorrow. I, heard, I heard my friend um say it this way uh because it's it's just so funny we're talking about all of this because again i'm I'm, I'm in my waiting season and mm-hmm. over the, over the last like um, I'm gonna say two weeks strong I I've been on the phone with several friends and like their season has literally changed because we were all in the wait, this this waiting, this holding pattern together. Yeah. This waiting (laughs) season and their season has begun to shift. And I was literally oh, just within the last two, three weeks on the phone with three friends. Wow, and they're sharing their change in season, and I am like crying, literally crying, and rejoicing and thanking God with them because we all been in it together. So we walk in this road together. And the 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 first friend that it happened with, when she was she was sharing multiple testimonies in this in this one call. And I just began crying in the middle of her talking. Like, I I didn't even let her finish the rest. Like, after the first one, I just went off just praising and crying. She's like, wait, 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 not yet. I got more. (laughs) But what she she said was, Marlene, he is in the neighborhood. And I know exactly what she meant. Like, she was saying, you next girl, he in the neighborhood. So the second call, I kept hearing her words. He's in the neighborhood. So second friend, I am crying and praising with third one. I am crying. I'm like, Oh, he is
1: so close. Close. (laughs) He close. He's in the neighborhood. (laughs) And he rounded my street. I'm not, I'm not even going to let this come and, and I'm not going to let the enemy get in my mind and make me feel like it's just happening for them. No, Mm-mm. perspective is everything.
2: You took the words right out of my mouth. I was just going to say that it's all about perspective.
1: Perspective is everything. Mm-hmm. I could look at this as, man, God answering everybody but me. Or I could look at this as, baby, God get close to me. Let me get, you, you know was... what, you know, Away. They say Uber is pulling up. You start getting your purse together. You keep, baby, let me check out all my stuff. Cause he is close. My lady is close.
2: Okay. All right. Three in, in, in a two weeks st- time. He he is in the neighborhood. I know. And especially how I, I just changed my entire perspective to embrace. The season, yes. I'm. Oh, he. Oh, yeah, yeah. This thing about to, I'm about to exit. I'm about to exit. <laughs> and yes, we we have to learn how to um, just look at look at those things as a sign that we he, he's getting closer and our turn. We 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 next. He's he's up yes. our street, up our alley. So yes,
1: I agree. Oh, said, where is bringing out food? Yours is coming next. Now if he done brought out food to everybody at your table. That ought to make you hopeful and excited that yours is uh-huh. coming next.
2: Uh-huh. It's coming next. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: The only way you wait in vain is if you don't. Whatever this waiting was supposed to teach you, if you not you specifically, but if you are silly enough to uh-huh. leave a place of waiting and say, "Oh, that ain't teach me nothing." I've just sat in this house for thirty five days. But the oh baby, you my
2: sweet
1: dear soul, you missed
2: it. You missed it. it. I I, I decree and I declare that everyone under the sound of our voice, they will not miss it. They will not miss it in Jesus name. They will not miss the lessons that need to be learned. They will not miss whatever it is, what character, what, whatever it is that our Heavenly Father has intended for this season. We will yeah, not miss it. miss it. We will not miss it. I'm including myself. We will not miss it. <laughs> I will not Amen.
1: allow myself Mm-mm. to miss what the Lord is trying to do. I I won't allow it. I won't allow it. I don't Mm -mm. care what the enemy is attempting. I will not allow myself to miss what the Lord is trying to do. Mm
2: -mm. This will not be in vain. This Mm -hmm. will not be in vain. Not at all. How did you say it? He is for something is being produced in this season.
1: What is God producing? and 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 once I understand that i my my only response to that is producing me lord mm-hmm. producing me that's what that's I, I want to sur- want to submit to what it is that you are producing in me i don't want to that's what you were talking about fighting against the season i don't want to yeah. fight against no. producing oh god producing me yeah producing me lord
2: so good. Yeah. So good. Oh
1: that's see, that's why I knew when the Lord said change, it's okay. Man. I don't know. Switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did. And and we are grateful. And um the last thing that I have really is how do we identify changes? Mm-hmm. So I think what I know is sometimes it can be hard, especially if you are used to, one, if you are looking for something tangible and God is trying to produce something internal, you will miss changes. Two, if you are a person who has previously struggled with negative self-talk and a negative self view you it will be easy for you to miss changes. I often encourage clients to develop a practical scale or a practical tracking for um t- to monitor changes in their life so let's say for example a person is depressed and they're in the, they're in this this middle pa- uh phase what I will say is um develop a scale that has like uh on one end at zero like if I'm my most depressed what does that mm-hmm. look like
2: mm-hmm. on the
1: other if I'm at a 10, I am at the best, happiest, healthiest, whole, most whole place in my life. What mm-hmm. does that look like? And mm-hmm. then maybe put something at, you know, uh zero, two, four, six, eight, ten, right? What mm-hmm. are the different characteristics? What do I sound like? What am I doing? Um, what is my um mood? How many days have I been in a good space? All mm-hmm. of that make it very, very practical so that mm. you can. You know what? It's been seven days and I've taken my medicine every day because medicine is still holy. I've um gone to therapy. I've done my homework. I've gone walking and I have not gone back into a low depressive state for seven days. OK, so so then I can't I am moving a little closer to 10. OK, so now mm. it's been 20 days. And I've gotten out of bed every day and I've combed my hair and I've gone to Bible study and I've engaged my small group and I have been, you know, intentional about returning phone calls because all of these are things that we don't do when we're experiencing depression. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've been closer to 10. So those are some very practical things that we can do whenever we are trying to identify change within us. Mm -hmm. Some other things that you can do is just how many times do you normally complain? Well, no, I'm not complaining every day. Okay. So create you a scale. What does it look like for you to be in a place of a healthy heart where you are trusting God? Well, I'm not complaining. Okay. So zero, if you're at a zero, that's you complaining every day and do some uh journaling so that you can document this. And then 10 would be no complaining at all. Uh, Me in peace, me at joy, you know? Okay. In three days and I haven't complained and I've been worshiping instead of worrying. And I have been submitting to what God is producing. Okay. Well, then that'll put me at about a four. Okay. Well, now it's been like 15 days Mm -hmm. and I really, I really could have complained yesterday when my tire blew out and I was on the way to work and it was going to make me late. And this was all making me frustrated, but I did not complain. And I just prayed and I asked the Lord for peace and guidance. Okay. So then that puts me at an eight and you can practically see Things change. Mm-hmm. But because we are not used to, um, because we are sometimes not used to identifying growth and change within ourselves, we miss it. Mm-hmm. We're waiting for this big thing, and sometimes we're waiting for the external. We're waiting for people to say, oh girl, you haven't even been complaining that much. Ooh, girl, you are you are just so nice now. No, that's something that you can track yourself.
2: Mm-hmm hmm
1: what iv um if you're trying to grow your relationship with christ what does it look like today what do you want it to look like put you create you a scale how many days have you been doing devotional how many days have you been committed to uh again small groups and community are so important when we are talking about the things of god because we were yes. never intended to do life alone um so mm. all of these things are just so vitally important um but, you know, create you a, a scale that that allows you to visually see where I am today, what does it look like for me to be at the place that I want to get to, and what would small steps in between here and there, what do those small steps look like? And maybe every, I wouldn't overwhelm yourself. I feel like it's overwhelming to look at it every week, maybe every two weeks. set yourself mm-hmm. on a scale a timer. Every two weeks, I'll do my self-reflection. And then I'll see where I am on my scale. And guess what? If you got all the way to an eight and you got to go back to a six, baby, you still moving. You're still moving. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You're still
1: moving.
2: Yeah.
1: Be mad when it's six times that you've not six, That's three. Be mad when it's three times that you've looked at it and you ain't moved. Then let's, let's have a different conversation. But if mm-hmm. you get to eight and you got to go back to a 10, let's normal. I'm mean, sorry. You got to go back to a six. Let's normalize. Let's normalize mm. the fact that we're going to sometimes be very, very charged up and then have maybe have a low day. That's okay.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a part That's of life. life.
1: That is life. That is life. You mm-hmm. are moving. Do not be so discouraged because you were at an eight and now you're at a five. Mm-hmm. But I'm still moving. I'm not at zero.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I may
1: not be at an eight, but I'm not at zero. yeah
2: and you, you know what I'm learning is that we do have to also learn how to celebrate ourselves more, celebrate what some people may call the small wins, because in, in reality, it may not be all, all that small, you know, yeah. depending on the person and the situation. And so... I think we do have to just exercise um just more grace with ourselves and, and celebrate. And celebrate don't... these uh the the these small steps of progress. Like you say, we be we we're looking for the big the big stuff, but yes,
1: yes, there is um a... In, in weight loss, there's this thing called non-scale victory. So maybe the scale doesn't show weight loss, but your pants fit differently. That's a non-scale mm-hmm. victory. Or maybe the scale doesn't show weight loss, but you you skip dessert two days in a row. That's a non-scale victory. Same thing applies to therapy. Maybe you're not all the way out of the depression. Maybe you don't have the spouse. Maybe you don't have the money. Maybe um, you, you're still in grief, but today mm-hmm. you got up with hope. And the last five mm-hmm. days you didn't. That's a non-scale victory. Today, um, and I just use that same term. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's another therapeutic word for it. But today, um, you got up and you actually got out the house. Mm-hmm. Still, still, maybe I'm I'm not all the way out of depression, but I actually got out the house and combed my hair today. Mm-hmm. I actually prayed today. Mm-hmm. I actually um, checked on someone else today. I made it through the entire day and I didn't cry. Those are non-scale victories. Mm-hmm. God, is, God is as part of those things as he is of you on the other side of this altogether. You know, we also got to remember, so I, I just heard the Holy Spirit say, we have to remember to invoke the Holy Spirit who literally is the paraclete. He is the one that walks with us. Mm-hmm. And Every day, God, I need you to walk with me. I tell people my understanding of sanctification is not long dresses. My understanding of sanctification is daily saying, Holy Spirit, I need you. I'm in this Mm. middle place and I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answers. I don't have all the tools. I don't have all the skills. I need you to walk with me today. Daily. Every day. Mm. I don't let it Every day, I need you to walk with me through this.
2: Every single day.
1: <laughs> By those small changes. Yeah, he'll help you.
2: Yes, he is our teacher, and comforter, he, our guide. Mm-hmm.
1: He and he will remind you when you want to make a decision, or you want to, um, you want to go, you know, go do something that's foolish and that's going to take you back to a, a six from an eight, he's a reminder. Hey, hey, you know you're really doing well in this area. He's so gentle about it. You know yeah. you really are making progress. Okay, Lord, well, I ain't going to go off on the day. <laughs> tell people the Lord The Lord really did save you. And they don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can tell people, Yeah, y'all don't even have a relationship with the Holy Ghost, but know that he saved you. Okay? Oh, my gosh. They don't even know. It is the Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit alone. That's the only reason I did not go off on y'all today. Oh and they God. don't even know. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. my goodness. He's
2: That He is, so Batty is. I love this um, tip you shared with us. On um, just being able to scale mm-hmm. something that we're able to um, just man, self awareness is such a key, a key tool.
1: It is. It absolutely is. And we just, you know, we don't always have that that skill, the skills or the tools, just because we were not taught mm-hmm. those things, you know. So sometimes we don't. We have, you know, I tell people. You, are, you, are, you you judge yourself based on how you are doing with the information that you were taught.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes we're like, oh, I should know better. Should you? Should you, Karen? <laughs> should you say, well, if no one taught you, how should you just know? Yeah. We're so hard on ourselves. We're so harsh on ourselves. I should just know to trust God. Tell me the last time someone broke it down and taught you to mm-hmm. trust God. Not pooped not um you know did all of this did over the top stuff which has its place you know I, I listen i love to shout so not not that those things are wrong but when is the last time that someone taught you made it applicable the bible applicable to you to teach you what it means to trust god mm-hmm. so what's your expectation of knowing how to trust a god that you've never been taught how to trust yeah. that's weird. because we don't have that expectation for anybody else we don't have an expectation for a a uh, a one-year-old to know how to do math if they were never taught how to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's an yeah. expectation for you to know how to get through a middle season when nobody's ever shown you. Get out of Texas. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> you, you That's too much pressure. That's yeah. too much pressure. Yeah. If no one has shown you how to successfully endure a middle season, no, you should not know how. Mm-hmm. Unless the Holy Spirit just, you know, gives that information to you, which he can, but mm-hmm. unless Holy Spirit it deals it to you. No, you shouldn't know. And you should not hold yourself to the expectation that you should know.
2: Right. Right. So I I I'm guessing that um pretty much for every for every client over yours you have to have this this uh this waiting season talk with them. That's that's All like a part of your yeah yeah.
1: All the time. All the yeah. time.
2: How early do you start this uh, this particular topic with them?
1: So one of the things that I try to, from the very beginning, I start therapy with mm. is having a conversation with people about the process. Mm-hmm. I don't always have a conversation about waiting um, unless it's something that kind of comes up. It's something that they are struggling with or something like that. But right. the conversation about the specific conversation about um, the process, about the journey, about what to expect. Because Mm -hmm. what's going to happen is that first session is going to be real hard. And Mm -hmm. then they're going to say to themselves, I'm never coming back to this lady ever again. (laughs) And I don't really understand. We are just in the... Give me a minute. I'm going to take you somewhere. If you stick with me, trust me. If you stick with me, baby, we are going somewhere. We're going to get through the milk.
2: Mm-hmm. they're
1: gonna get through the middle, so I have to prepare people. I have to let them know up front and I have a picture that I drew, which is really a very bad drawing, but I mean you know who am I? So I have the picture <laughs> true. I'm no artist I never claim to be. <laughs> it gets the job done. you know it lets people it, it, it makes people aware it makes so, the point it gets the yeah, point across the point is made that you know we're going somewhere there's a purpose in this um and it's literally just it's a a long line and then it's got a dip in it and and what I wrote on there is for every you have to know going into this process with me that for every low there's a high there's a high for every low there has to be a high we can never experience a low without a coupled high so we get to the lows just remember, even if you feel, this is why community is important. Even if you feel like you're too low to have hope or faith about the next high, count on me. I got you. Yeah. Below you experience, I'm going to remind you. Oh, yeah, baby, that's all right, girl. We got a high coming. That's all right. Oh, we in a low? Totally fine. A high is coming. Because it is. Right. It always is yeah, a high is coming, a high is coming, that's so good, Mm. but you have to have, that's why it's so important to have, um, people, you know, people that you do life with to remind you of these truths, because otherwise you'll be, you know, you, you'll, you will, we, we will not to make myself um not to pretend like i you know i'm not a part of the people but we will get so caught up in the things that the enemy says that we'll start listening to that and believing that and so on and so forth and we'll forget that for every low there is a high so you need people that you do life with that can be Mm -hmm. the Yeah, you need people to remind you
2: yeah you so you sort of get to 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 borrow borrow their confidence borrow yeah. their hope until you're you're able to um mm-hmm. yeah yes yes mm-hmm. and i i really <laughs> i guess that's why it's such a tactic of the enemy to isolate yeah. to, to isolate us because yeah. if you're isolated you you don't have that one person. Yep. Or that that circle, uh, that sister circle that you can call on, like you say and say, "Hey, today's a low day. Keep me lifted up in prayer."
1: Delaney, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: And here's what here's the here's the thing that people will say. You know, I can't trust people. To which I say, mm. "Are you a trustworthy person?" Well, yeah, of course. You mean to tell me out of all the people the Lord put on the earth, just me and you, we the only two trustworthy people? <laughs> I like that. All these people on this big old earth is it more likely that you have trusted the wrong people um, than it is that there is no one else to trust?
2: Boom. Drop another because
1: mic, Chris. We can't be the only two trustworthy ones. It's impossible. Riddle me this. How do we get chosen <laughs> to be the only trustworthy people? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> wrong
2: people that's all right wow and that's i think that's normally a sign too of unhealed wounds oh yes
1: yeah. Ma'am. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah 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 that that right there is just so layered because i i think sometimes it's because we weren't taught you know with, with relationship and friendships We weren't taught proper conflict resolution skills. So something comes up, something blows up, and then, you know, people just don't want to be bothered anymore, you know, instead of taking the mature route and and, and working through it. Listen, I didn't like when you said this, you know, like uh, approach the person in love, do it, you know the the confrontation done in love like i i care too much about this friendship or this relationship to leave this unaddressed listen i didn't like when you do this when you did this i felt like this but we weren't taught how to do that and so something blows up and then the <laughs> the way people deal with it is i i i just don't want to be bothered and then now they feel nobody is trustworthy and so yeah. I just think yeah. that that's a layered a layered topic right there.
1: It is. It, it is. It absolutely is and can be. Um, which, you know, I, what I would normally say in a session is, okay, well, that just means that's something else for us to work on. So let's make a list yeah. so we don't feel overwhelmed by working on everything today. Because people will start yeah. to say, I need to work on this and I need to work on this and I need to work on that. Yeah. Well, let's just pick maybe two things. Mm-hmm. yeah let's pick two things that we're gonna we're gonna work on in this middle season if we need to pray and say lord what are you trying to do in this middle season let's just focus on maybe one or two because mm-hmm. if we yes. focus on everything first of all if we focus on everything that's going to be overwhelming that's going to be tiring and there's no mm-hmm. way for us to the practical things uh practical interventions in place that will fix everything about us then too you're gonna come out of this perfect and then what's gonna happen you got to die if you are perfect what else are you doing in world? <laughs> on that, Are you <laughs> trying to do that? No. we always need something to be working on is the <laughs> you problem. did not just say that <laughs> that is my belief she's got to come out of this perfect for what if we're perfect we don't have nothing else to work on then that's the end of life so stop <laughs> you know my therapy my therapeutic approach is, is very different
2: Oh, I just love you, girly. Oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> that's what gets the people coming back. Because they're, they're saying, did that lady just say, I did. So stop stressing yourself because you're not going to stress me. <laughs> Two. Don't give me no list of 15 things. I'm not working on that. No. Two. Oh,
2: that is such a good approach, though. Because like you say, over, overwhelm will, will take over. So that's that's <laughs> some wisdom. That's some wisdom right there
1: be way too overwhelmed cut it out wow. and that's only the enemy that makes us feel like the bible talks about now this though Spirit just literally in this moment gave me the bible talks about going from faith to faith and glory to glory if we try to fix everything all at one time what is the glory to glory what is the faith to faith mm. the enemy wants us to think that god is looking at us like oh it's 87 things wrong with christian and i need all 87 fixed well no he just made me need me to work on 5 of them for this current season. Mm-hmm. 82 mm-hmm. of them we are going to work on over the next 100 years of my life, right? Mm-hmm. So right. because it's faith to faith. If you fix everything now that's just faith and glory and that's it.
2: And that's it. You ready and you ready to be taken on.
1: <laughs> and you ready for that great day? <laughs> <laughs> you are 35 years old. Don't try to die right now. We got too much to do. Yeah. You,
2: know? you got pur- purpose. You got work to do. We got purpose to fulfill on top of everything else. Oh my goodness. This is so good. So the, the middle of the waiting. I love how you say in the first session, You so you try to give them like an overview of the process and what to expect. Get, get them in session number one, being realistic. I like that. Yeah. I like that.
1: So that when those bad days come, you remember, Kristen said, bad days are coming. That's a part of the process. Mm -hmm. You don't give up. You don't text me and say, this is not working. Though some people will still text and say that. Um, Mm -hmm. And I remind them, you Mm -hmm. you know, it's part of the process, right? You're right where
2: you're supposed to be. You're right where you're supposed to
1: be. You are exactly where you are supposed to be at this time. You just are regardless of there's a, i'm trying to pull it up real quick there i have a um because i am myself uh sometimes in therapy i say stuff to clients that's so good to me that i have to write it down for myself <laughs> so i have a word document of random Christian quotes from therapy and uh recently i was talking to a client about uh she's a believer and we were talking about being accomplished and mm-hmm. she was saying well i just don't think I'm accomplishing anything. And I said, if I'm doing God's will for my life in this season, then I'm always accomplished. Yes. If this waiting season is producing um, refined character, when I come out of this season, I'm accomplished. If all that I do is refine my character in this season, I'm accomplished. It didn't produce the degree. It didn't produce a raise, but it was God's will. So I'm accomplished.
2: Thank you, Lord.
1: Just quote me if you ever tell anybody else that you know. That's all I, <laughs> I <laughs> That's all I I'm, I'm all about giving credit where credit is due, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I, oh, that's it. But if I'm doing God's will for my life, I'm always i I'm always accomplished. Always. So good. Yeah. That's, so that's
2: good. it. This was a very needed conversation and it just it just covers so uh, so many areas in our lives, not just therapy, but it can be applied to anything that we are waiting on right now. Any waiting season, therapy yeah. or not. This is so good. Anything else you wanted to share regarding the middle?
1: No, I think that that's all I wrote in my notes. And that's all that I feel like Holy Spirit has just given me, you know, on the fly. So... Um, I think that about sums it up. Have hope, you know, more than anything, more than anything. I said this in the first sermon that I preached uh, in April, which is just turn your waiting rooms into rooms of hope, into places of hope.
2: Mm -hmm. Turn your waiting room into places of hope. And I pray for our listeners that they... Anyone that is running low on hope right now that the Lord just fills their hope tank, put it on full.
1: And I encourage you to read Romans 5, Romans 5 and 5. And this hope, this is the Passion Translation. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. This hope is not a disappointing fantasy. If we were to read it in NIV, it says, and hope does not put us to shame. Come on, how good is that? Hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. If hope. you are in a place of hope, it will never, ever, ever put you to shame. Never. Never. That is good.
2: That is so good. Well, I want to say thank you for this awesome session on the middle, aka our our waiting season. Yes.
1: Yes, yes, yes. You are so welcome. It has been
0: my pleasure. Amen and amen. Okay. Wasn't part two absolutely amazing. Like how many pages of notes did you get? I, I got a ton. Let's do a quick recap, like right out of the gate. First 10 seconds, we turn waiting rooms into rooms of hope. It has to be a place of hope. I love how Real, this conversation was like she hit us with the reality check. Like, there are gonna be some low days, it just is what it is, and that is normal. We are normal human beings with a normal waiting experience. It doesn't mean that we're hopeless or defeated or that something is wrong with us. The reality is, we're not gonna have. Mountaintop days every single day, right? They're gonna be some low valley days, but there's a strategy for that. We have to have a person or a select group of people that we're able to go to and say, Hey, today I'm having a low day. Please keep me lifted up in prayer. You know, this is why I feel isolation is so dangerous and detrimental because if you're in this thing all by yourself, you know, giving up can look even the more appealing, right? I like how uh, she said that if you fell off the wagon today, get back on it tomorrow. Like, don't stay there, right? We also spoke a little bit about perspective, how perspective is everything. I really like that analogy she gave us about the waiter bringing out food for everyone at the table and how that ought to make you hopeful and excited that your plate is coming out next. Like when you're seeing everyone around you coming out of their waiting season, like you gotta know that you're next, like your turn is around the corner. We also got to decree and declare that we will not miss it, right? Whatever the Lord is doing in us right now, whatever he is producing in us in this waiting season, it will not be in vain. We are going to submit and to surrender to whatever it is he is producing in us. She also wrote down for us how to identify changes. She gave us examples on how to develop a scale from zero to 10 so we can track and monitor the changes in our lives. Like we have to do some documentation, right? Journal the journey. And she was so right when she said, we are sometimes not used to identifying growth and change within ourselves, right? We miss it. We we totally miss it because we're not used to it we, we don't know how to identify it she also reminded us to ask Holy Spirit for help daily like Lord I'm in the middle place right now and I do not have all the answers walk with me today let's see oh yes she also encouraged us not to judge ourselves on information we were not taught like we cannot Hold ourselves in this uh, to this high expectation that we should know something that we were really never taught how to do. Like no one has taught us how to successfully endure the middle. I love how she said that for every low, there is a high for every low, there is a high. And when we're in community on those low days, they get to remind us that the high days are coming. She also pointed out that while we're working on ourselves, we cannot try to fix every single thing at the same time because that will be way too overwhelming. We have to pick a few things at a time and work on that, focus on that. One of the last things she said was that if I'm doing what God's will for my life is in this season, then I am always accomplished. Did you get that? When you are doing God's will for your life, then you are always accomplished. And that more than anything else, have hope. More than anything else, have hope. Turn your waiting room into rooms of hope. And don't forget to hold on to that scripture that she gave us. It was Romans 5 and 5. Romans 5 and 5. All right. So if you'd like to learn more about our therapist, Dr. Kristen Blackshare, check out her website at Cedartreeptc.net. For more information, all right? And if you'd like to find out more about me, my products, my services, check out my website at marleneaball.com. .com I'll put those links in the show notes for you. A few quick announcements before we go. We have our first virtual event of the year coming up called Discover Your Gifts. It's happening on my birthday, July 19th, and you only have a few more days to register for this if you're listening to this close to the release date. Oh, and it's free by the way, so check out the link in the show notes to sign up. So something I know about you is that you have been pre-wired with quite a few natural abilities, natural born gifts. Some people call them your superpowers. These are things you are so naturally good at, but others find it very difficult to do. The thing is, because you're so natural at these things, you have likely overlooked them your entire life. So at this event, I'm going to help you uncover and discover these natural born gifts. So uh, we're also going to talk a little bit, by the way, we're also going to talk a little bit about why it's so important for you to know your natural born gifts. Now, some of you, you've been asking me, when are we having our next event? So here it is. Don't leave me hanging, okay? I want to see My Confidence Becomes Her Family show up in full force. Now, if you missed this one, be sure to join the email list at marleneabaugh dot com. So you'll be the first to know about all the other events happening this year. I do have a few more planned for us. All right. So make sure you stay in the loop. Lastly, if this podcast is really making a difference in your life outside of sharing it with your circle, you now have the ability to partner with me financially as there are costs attached to bringing you each episode. There is now a support button under the show notes. Or if you're interested in sponsoring an episode or two, you can reach out to me directly. You can also leave me a voice note. That is it for now. Until next time, go be great and I'll talk to you soon.